Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, you're listening to House of Cards. Today, the game is different. I want to gamble. Gambling is a very serious business. Is that clear? Welcome to House of Cards. Dave Weishelder with you here deep from the swamps of Jersey. we got a great show coming up for you. You know, working in the gaming industry, I've been to a lot of conferences. In my opinion, what makes a conference great is the location and the speakers. And by that standard, the conference you're going to hear about is one of the best around. Not only does it have experts in horse racing, sports betting, and the casino industry, it will be held at one of the most beautiful areas in this country. The Racing and Gaming Conference at Saratoga is being held on August 14th through the 16th in Saratoga Springs, New York. To tell us all about this amazing event, we are going to talk with its director, Pat Brown. Pat's going to tell us all about an event you do not want to miss. So stick around. We'll be right back with House of Cards. Hey, this is Dave Weishuttle from House of Cards with your House of Cards gaming report for the week of July 3rd, 2023. According to the American Gaming Association, the revenue of the commercial gaming industry grew almost 8% in April compared to April of last year. The revenue figure reached over $5.4 billion, making April the 26th consecutive month of annual growth. For the first four months of 2023, revenue reached a total of over $22 billion and is tracking over 13% ahead of last year's record-setting pace. Churchill Downs reported that a record was wagered on the three Triple Crown races. $502.1 million was bet, which is an increase of 6.9% from last year's record of $469.7 million. All sources handled from the three races are $282.5 million on the Kentucky Derby, $101.3 million on the Preakness Stakes, and $118.3 million on the Belmont Stakes. And finally, it was a big week for DraftKings Online Casino in New Jersey. A player won a jackpot of $3.29 million on a 10-cent bet on the Ancient Fortune Zeus slot game. And if that record-setting win for DraftKings wasn't enough, in less than 24 hours later, another player won $1.44 million on a 10-cent bet on a 12 Western Horseshoes game. So if you'll excuse me, I'm going to log into my DraftKings Online Casino account right now. Have any news or tips regarding casinos, gaming, or legislation? Send us an email at newsroom at houseofcardsradio.com and follow us on Twitter at HOC Radio. House of Cards is brought to you by Drizzly, your online liquor store. Available in over 95 cities across North America, Drizzly offers a huge selection and competitive pricing with a side of personalized content. Now there's no need to leave the house. Get alcohol delivered in less than an hour by Drizzly. Head on over to drizzly.com and order today. And now get $5 off your first order of $20 or more when using promo code DRINK19 at checkout. Shop beer, wine, and liquor with drizzly.com. You're listening to House of Cards. Check out our website at houseofcardsradio.com. Welcome back to House of Cards. Dave Weishadow with you. Working in the gambling industry, I've been to a lot of gaming conferences, but there's one coming up that I think is really special. Not only does it have the top experts in the gambling field, but it's being held at one of the most beautiful areas in this country. It's called the Racing and Gaming Conference at Saratoga, and it's being held on August 14th through the 16th. And we're going to find out all about it because on the line we have the conference owner and director, Patrick Brown. Pat, thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me. Great to be here. 
Oh, great to have you back. I, and I got to tell you, the, the racing and gaming conference at Saratoga is certainly an important conference, not only for the horse racing, but for the gambling industry as a whole. Uh, tell us something about the conference. Tell us about the history of the conference. When was the conference first held? And, and really, what was the inspiration for its creation? Well, this this uh, conference in some form has um, been going on for 24 years now. Whoa. It originally started as a, uh, a symposium put on by the Albany Law School, really for um, lawyers and legislative staff. It was a one-day horse racing conference. Um, and that, that was, as I say, about 24 years ago, the law school ran the conference and expanded it when casino gaming came to New York back in the 2012, 2013, uh, the law school expanded the conference to two days, one for horse racing, one for, for other forms of gaming. And then, um, Three years ago, um, the law school decided that they they really didn't want to run the <clears throat> didn't want to run the conference anymore, and I I had been involved with it, um, uh, helping the law school put it on for all these decades. So I stepped forward and said, "Well, if the law school doesn't want to do it, I'll I'll try my hand at it and I'll do it." Um, so for the last three years, I've been running the conference with the uh, professional assistance of the Spectrum Gaming Group, who are, who are just fantastic. They know how to put these conferences together and put them on. Um, so yeah, we're in my we're in my third year now, um, and the conference is as pretty much the same as as uh, it has been the last couple of years. Uh -huh. We have a full day on Tuesday, August 15th, and then we have um, four panels on the morning of August 16th, and then I try to get as many of the conference attendees as possible to spend the afternoon of the 16th at the Saratoga Racecourse and try to bring everybody to the races. Well, you have to. It's a beautiful course. It's right there. And it's, uh, you know, it's it's part, it's such a great area of, for horse racing. And, and you mentioned the partners when it comes to this conference. I know you have a very long list of impressive sponsors. And you, you mentioned Spectrum Gaming, who I know a lot of them listen to this show. So they're listening probably right now. Hello, Spectrum Gaming. Tell us about some of the sponsors that are involved in the racing and gaming conference at Saratoga, because they're some of the leading companies when you're talking about horse racing and gaming in this country. Oh, yeah. So um, we have um, uh, several uh, sort of bricks and mortar casino sponsors, Las Vegas Sands, Genting, um, and then we have uh, some sports book platforms and some online gaming, um, you know, uh, MGM's online platform and uh, bet makers and uh, the Stronic Group have have always been very strong uh, supporters of the conference. We have several 
uh, law firms who are in the mm -hmm. gaming space. Um, my former firm, Brown & Weinraub, has been a, a long-time sponsor of the, con of the conference, and I, I want to thank my, my former partner, David, David <laughs> Weinraub, for hanging in there with me. Um, and uh, yeah, so we, we have, uh, we really run the spectrum no pun. Yeah, you go. <laughs> uh, of of uh, of the gaming uh, industry landscape with our sponsors, and you know, without them, the conference wouldn't wouldn't happen because the cost would be so prohibitive that yeah. folks wouldn't wouldn't be able to pay it. So you know, what separates your conference from a lot of conferences is you have an incredibly impressive list of speakers at the racing and gaming conference at Saratoga. Tell me about who is speaking and who are the presenters at the event. Well, we it's uh, we have a, over fifty mm -hmm. uh, fifty speakers and presenters, but I'll I'll focus a little bit on the first panel. Um, and that's the downstate casino competition panel. Mm -hmm. This is, uh, you know, an incredibly important issue in New York State, where uh, after years and years, uh, the state is finally going to cite uh, up to three casinos in the New York City um, area, New York City and its suburbs. Um, and so I have a panel, uh, that we put together there. That's just so impressive. I yeah. think we have Gary Pretlow, who is the chair of the gaming, uh, racing and gaming committee in the New York state assembly. And along with Joe Adabo, the, the his Senate counterpart, they are really the architects of the law that, um, authorized the uh, the casinos to go to New York City. So Gary will be talking about um, sort of what policy choices um, you know he made and the and the legislature made when they put this law together. And then and it's such a complicated subject. Yeah. I decided to try to put um, a person that could talk about different aspects of the bidding process. So we have um, a Wall Street guy, Jack uh, Cornette, is going to talk about the money. Like, what does it mean if we have three casinos in New York City? What kind of impact will that have on the revenue of the surrounding uh, states and nationally and even internationally? Uh, New York City has been described as the last great uh, untapped casino market in the world, yeah. and uh, so that's uh, it's going to have a real impact um, uh, on um, on surrounding um, bricks and mortar uh, casinos. Hold that thought, and we'll be right back with more House of Cards right after this quick break.
Spectrum Gaming rides again with the return of the Racing and Gaming Conference at Saratoga this August 14th through the 16th at the Saratoga Hilton in Saratoga Springs, New York. The Racing and Gaming Conference at Saratoga is the premier national forum for industry decision makers, advocates, and patrons to discuss and analyze gaming trends in all sectors of the industry. Over 50 experts on more than a dozen panels all meeting for three days to examine the critical issues facing the gaming industry and share their ideas and insights. Register today at RacingAndGamingSaratoga.com to reserve your seat. And be sure and check out the website for full agenda and conference speaker list. The Racing and Gaming Conference at Saratoga this August 14th through the 16th at the Saratoga Hilton in Saratoga Springs, New York. Register today at RacingAndGamingSaratoga.com. Attention. If you owe back taxes to the IRS, the IRS is cracking down by hiring 87,000 new agents to garnish your paycheck and put liens on homes and businesses. They can even seize your bank account. The IRS calls it enforced compliance, and now they have the manpower to get you. Penalties and interest on unpaid taxes compound daily. So call One Stop Tax Relief Shop and get the IRS off your back. They're experts in the Fresh Start Initiative, one of the biggest breaks the IRS has ever offered. Call 800-353-2174. 800-353-2174. One Stop Tax Relief has resolved thousands of cases since 2014 and saved clients millions of dollars. Call now for a free consultation. Get the IRS off your back. Call 800-353-2174. 800-353-2174. For more than 30 years, SCCG Management has set a standard of excellence unmatched in the global gaming industry. From startups to established companies, SCCG Management and its team of experienced leaders help each of their clients navigate the ever-changing, fast-moving business of gaming in all its forms. Sports betting, iGaming, eSports, casino technology, SCCG Management provides a global network to connect its clients with the right strategic partners for growth on a global scale. SCCG also works with entrepreneurs, providing capital and resources to assist in the development of new and innovative products and platforms. Whether you're looking to enter the U.S. market, expand your reach to other parts of the world, or establish your business in the global gaming industry, look to SCCG Management for the guidance you need. SCCGmanagement.com, expert solutions for strategic success. Get ready, Pennsylvania, to take the best poker games with you on the go anywhere in Pennsylvania with the World Series of Poker Real Money Online Poker app. For over 50 years, the World Series of Poker has been the most trusted name in poker. Now it's your chance to win WSOP circuit rings and WSOP bracelets from anywhere in the Commonwealth. And WSOP.com has a great new sign-up offer for its Pennsylvania players. Download the app or go to WSOP.com and sign up using our bonus code CARDS21. You'll get $25 in free play just for signing up. Get another $25 with your first deposit. That's $50 free play just by signing up and depositing with WSOP.com. And don't forget to use our code CARDS21 at registration. Become a poker champion with an authentic WSOP experience right from the comfort of your own home or anywhere in the Keystone State. Download the WSOP app or go to WSOP.com and sign up today. The cards are in the air at WSOP.com. Must be 21 years or older. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. You're listening to the House of Cards. 
Why, you cheap crook, stealing the baby's bank. It's only a lend-lease. I figured a bet on the 50-to-1 shot and double the baby's money. Why, you imbecile. Why don't you pick a 100-to-1 shot and triple it? Oh, okay. Welcome back to House of Cards. Dave Weishaud with you. This portion of House of Cards is brought to you by SCCG Management, delivering technology-driven capability expertise and customer and business value to the gaming industry for over 30 years. For more information, go to sccgmanagement.com. For those of you just joining us, I am talking with Pat Brown, the director of the Racing and Gaming Conference at Saratoga on August 14th through the 16th. I am so glad you're, I mean, you're starting the conference off with that very important subject, especially for people in the uh, the East Coast. I mean, I remember last year when I talked to you, it seemed like that prospect was some time away, but I'm, I'm sitting here talking to you now and a lot of people are talking about, you know, a casino in City Field or in Times Square. How, how close do you think are we to walking into a casino into New York City? Well, it's still a ways off mm-hmm. because um, the state has has set up a very complicated and time-consuming, frankly, process to pick uh, the winners here, um, and we're just beginning uh, beginning that process. Um, back a couple months ago, three months ago now, maybe the state put out. Um, a request for quest. They put out a um, uh, RFP, and then they uh, said, if you've got questions about the RFP, send them in, and we'll answer them. Well, over 600 questions came in from <laughs> from dozens of yeah. interested parties, and the state's been in the process of trying to put answers to those 600 questions, and they haven't released those answers yet. So this this process is going to take a little bit. Once it gets going, um, I think that uh, you're gonna you're gonna see you know some decisions made by the end of this year, and then probably into first quarter of next year, okay. you may get the uh, winners announced, and then of course the build out. Of, of one of these facilities is is huge. I mean, the state's requiring a five hundred million dollar investment on the on the build. I mean, just think of that. That even for New York City, that is yeah, a yeah. major uh, uh, project. So you know, it'll be uh, eighteen month year, eighteen months sure. for the build out. If if we're talking about a a, a, a Casino that's coming up from from uh, from scratch. Now there are some proposals where the folks are already you know kind of in the ground. You have Genting at, um, at uh, in in Queens at Aqueduct, and you have MGM up in Yonkers. Those those guys are considered to be you know sort of front runners in this because they're already uh, established. Um, but uh, it's going to take them a while as well to rebuild and restructure their facilities if they do win. 
So mm-hmm. now, well, I'm I'm sitting here in New Jersey, so of course I read some of the editorial pages in the New York City newspapers, and you know, there's been a little opposition to the idea of operating casinos in the New York City area. What, what, what do you think are some of the hurdles that still have to be overcome to get casinos in the New York City area? Well, one of the one of the very significant pieces to the uh, to the law that authorizes uh, uh, up to three casinos mm-hmm. is the extent of the local input in the siting decision. It is a far greater input by uh, local folks uh, than than the state did when they did the upstate casinos back about 10 years ago. And um, and from what I've seen in other states and even other parts of the country. So there there is this panel that's set up, mm-hmm. made up of representatives of local elected officials that the the bidders have to go through and get at least four of six votes to move forward before the state will even look at their proposal. So um, the locals have a considerable amount of input and control here about where these casinos are going to be sited. Mm -hmm. So every bidder, in order to be successful, these, and I'm talking about titans here, titans in the gaming world and titans in the real estate world, well, they have to get down to the local level and convince folks in local community boards and and activist organizations that what they are bringing to the neighborhood is going to be a positive and not a negative. And, that, you know, that's a daunting task. Yeah, yeah. There are folks that just don't want to hear about casinos in their neighborhood neighborhood period yeah and um you know and then there are people who are more on the fence and want to hear the the pros and cons and then of course there is a a significant population that says bring them on we're we can't wait um so it's a it's quite a chess game for these bidders What, what what are some of the other topics and speakers that we can hear at the racing and gaming conference at Saratoga? Well, you know, we have real big um issues in the in both the the racing world yes. and the and the um bricks and mortar casino world. One of the t- topics that I'm really looking forward to is the panel on uh, computer-assisted wagering. Mm-hmm. Um, that panel is, is going to explore these um, betting consortiums that use algorithms to place you know, major wagers on um, horse racing platforms across sure. the country, across the world, and uh, those those consortiums are becoming larger and larger uh slice of the horse racing wagering pie yeah. and it's very disruptive to the average you know the average better like me yeah. um you know it's very hard to explain to somebody who isn't familiar with paramutual wagering sure. that yeah. 
the odds that you bet a horse on aren't the odds that get paid even if your horse wins. Yeah. And it's a it's a it's a real competitive disadvantage, frankly, to for paramutual wagering over other types of sports wagering. Mm-hmm. You know, when I bet the Giants and get seven points, even if the line drops to six or five and a half, I still get my seven points. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not the case in horse racing. No, no. And if there is if there is something that's moving that. Uh, paramutual odds dramatically right at the end of the of the betting cycle, as these algorithms can do, or the I should say, not the algorithms, the large wagers based on the algorithms. Sure. Well, that's disruptive to folks, and um, you know, it's they kind of stay in the shadows. They don't bring attention to themselves, these consortiums. And we want to try to get um, uh, people talking about this issue because, as I say, it is a larger and larger share of the paramutual pie. And, um, you know, so that's going to be an interesting one. let me ask you about that. I, 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 I couldn't wait to jump in and ask you about that because a couple of weeks ago in New Jersey, a, a little horse racing history happened. We saw the launch of a horse racing betting app called Monmouth Bets, which had fixed odds betting on some of the races. And that's really the first mm. time fixed odds betting was using a horse racing app. Do, do you think this country has a long way to go before fixed odds betting is commonplace in horse racing? And do you think since this app went live, will that open up the idea at least of using fixed odds in horse racing across the country? Well, my personally, I don't think fixed odds will ever supplant um, paramutual wagering. Okay. But I do think there is a place for it and uh, to alongside of of paramutual wagering but that's that's very complicated to run both a paramutual yes, system is. and a fixed odd system um you know kind of side by side and i give the folks at monmouth a lot of credit for figuring it out at least to the extent they have uh so far hold that thought and we'll be right back with more house of cards right after this quick break Every 40 seconds, a kid is reported missing. Find the Children provides educational material that teaches your kids how to recognize and avoid predators. Our recovery programs are very successful in bringing kids back home to their family. You can help protect our kids and bring the missing kids home safe by donating your unwanted car, truck, SUV, or van. Running or not, We guarantee you will receive the maximum tax deduction. We provide fast free pickup usually within 24 hours. Over 2,000 kids are reported missing every day. 
Call now to donate your vehicle. Donate now to bring these kids home safe. Call 800-706-6060. 800-706-6060. Some people like knocking boots. How to do? While others get lucky. And some just get it on. No matter how you do it or what you call it, Adam and Eve makes your whoopee hot with 50% off almost any one sexy item. Just enter offer code BOOTS2 at checkout and get 50% off plus 10 free gifts, including free shipping. First, get busy with a gift for you. Shake the sheets with something exciting for them and hit a home run with a third item you'll both enjoy. Sounds like someone hit the sweet spot. Plus six free bonus gifts that'll make you say, Bow chicka wow wow. Adam and Eve is tapping that offer. Oh yeah. With 50% off and 10 free gifts, including free shipping. Use offer code BOOTS2 at adamandeve.com now. That's offer code BOOTS. Boots 2. Boots 2 at adamandeve.com. Auto Accident Help Desk is a marketing agency connecting callers with attorneys. Providers pay a fee for advertising services. I love getting my kids ready and driving them to school. But a careless driver can change your life in an instant. And insurance companies want to settle on the cheap. Auto Accident Help Desk connects victims with powerful lawyers. They fight for you. I called Auto Accident Help Desk and got help for my pain and suffering. Don't let an insurance company take advantage of you. Our attorneys fight and beat big insurance every day. Call 800-297-9766. 800-297-9766. If you've been injured in an automobile accident in the last six months, you owe it to yourself to make this free call with no obligation. We're available 24-7 to help you get the money you deserve for your pain and suffering. Auto Accident Help Desk helps accident victims like you every day. Call 800-297-9766. 800-297-9766. Some surprises are good. Some surprises are life-changing. And some surprises can be financially devastating. That's why you need 210 Home Buyers Warranty. 210 Home Buyers Warranty covers critical systems like your heating, cooling, and water heater and appliances like your fridge from breakdowns caused by routine use because something will break down right when you need it most. A refrigerator breakdown can cost over $1,200 to replace with 210 as little as $85. Water heater breakdown nearly $1,800 with 210 as little as $85. AC breakdown $2,500 with 210 as little as $85. I enjoy knowing that any issues I may have with my home will be taken care of. Everything was handled professionally. The response and service is always timely and professional. No matter the age of your home or appliances, a home warranty service agreement from 210 Home Buyers Warranty can help reduce your financial stress. Call 800-683-1116. 800-683-1116. 800-683-1116. Call now to get two months free. You're listening to the House of Cards. Is is that good? Do, do I want that? Oh, yeah. You want that. Well, fantastic, then. Welcome back to House of Cards. Dave Weishaddle with you. For those of you just joining us, I am talking with Pat Brown, the director of the Racing and Gaming Conference at Saratoga on August 14th through the 16th. Sorry about that. Radio has to do its business, you know. 
why don't you continue what you were saying before the break? There is inertia in the horse racing industry. I mean, I'm not breaking any news here. <laughs> they are slow to change. Yes. And, yes. Um, you know, that's a, an issue for fixed odds. Mm -hmm. There are also legal, sometimes constitutional um, uh, impediments to bringing fixed odds um, into various states. I mean, New York, for example, the Constitution says there shall be no gambling except, and then there's a, a long and getting longer list of exceptions. One of the exceptions is paramutual wagering on horse racing. Oh, okay. So in our Constitution in New York, uh, there is an impediment to fix odds oh, because okay. it is not paramutual. Uh, now, there's clever lawyers who have, you know, argued that there's ways around that and, and that sort of thing, and there may well be. But I'm just using that as an example of why it may take a lot longer for fixed odds to get itself in, implanted into the the country's uh, wagering culture. Mm -hmm. I, I will say this, uh, to attract new bettors, younger bettors, people who are used to betting on sports, uh, fix odds is, uh, is certainly um, a place where they would be more comfortable than a paramutual bet. Mm -hmm. Back to some of the panels you have, I, I I love your conference because you have panels that aren't around in any other conferences, and they really make me think working in this industry. I mean, one of the panels I, I definitely want to check out is a panel called Historical Horse Racing Machines, The Tail Wagging the Horse. Like I said, I, I, as someone who works in the gaming industry, I have been hearing about these machines nonstop for, it seems like, forever, and I've yet to play one. I, I, I know they're important to the gaming industry. I just don't know how important they are to the gaming industry. What impact do you think these machines have for the industry, and how important are they for the horse racing industry? Well, I mean, some reports say that this year the handle on um, HHR, Historical Horse Racing, mm -hmm. has surpassed handle on live racing. Wow, really? Na nationwide. So that – now, I'm I'm not – I don't know that that is accurate, mm -hmm. but if it hasn't surpassed, it is certainly getting closer and closer to surpassing the handle on live racing. So what does that mean? Well, it, it means that these machines have a, a larger and larger impact on the horse racing industry. Um, the purses in Kentucky are directly related to the handle on historic horse racing machines. They, I mean, there's just no argument about that. And, you know, the, the, the logic has always been higher purses, better racing. Uh, so those machines are, by that logic, good for Kentucky horse racing. Now, a lot of people would argue that that's not the case. I mean, this is a very contentious, controversial uh, uh, issue within the horse racing. 
industry. It kind of reminds me, I'm old enough to know, <laughs> to remember the fights we had in the late 80s and the early 90s when the original um, slot machines and VLT arguments were being made about putting them in racetracks. And, you know, the folks talked about this will be the death of racing. It'll it'll supplant the handle and it won't it'll be terrible. And then the other side was arguing, no, we need the revenue stream to to enhance our purses to make our racing better. And, you know, now we're 30 years on here, even longer. And, you know, I'd say there that the the revenue from machines at racetracks have definitely um, been a major um, a major source of revenue for higher purses across the country, um, no doubt about it. So historic racing, you know, kind of fits into that into that mold. Um, you know, whether these these machines are paramutual is a fascinating legal question. Um, and we're going to have folks on this panel who can talk about that. And um, because, again, in some states, only paramutual wagering is allowed. Yeah. So uh, if it doesn't qualify as paramutual, uh, historic horse racing is not going to be allowed unless it is just considered another slot machine, you know, with a with a picture of horses yeah. running, which you know some people think that's what his historic horse racing is. I I don't happen to agree with that. I mm-hmm. think there's there there is something different about these machines than a traditional slot machine. Frankly, one of the arguments being made is this is a gateway for younger, you know, newer betters to uh, get interested in handicapping and and betting on racing. The machine becomes the the gateway into betting on live racing. Uh, I Again, I don't vouch for the veracity of that statement, but certainly an argument that's been made. Do you think, you know, with the historic horse racing machines, with the fixed odds and uh, the uh, partnerships that racing industries and sports betting operators, in your opinion, is that increasing the audience for horse racing and um, harness racing? I think it's increasing the opportunity to capture an audience, whether the industry is nimble enough to um, seize on that opportunity is still a very open question. Mm-hmm. But more eyeballs are looking at horse racing. More, uh, you know, people have more avenues into the sport. Um, and, you know, the question yeah. is, can the can the folks who run the racetracks and run the betting apps and run the the totes can are they clever enough and nimble enough to to lure those folks into um what i you know for 40 years i believe is one of the most fascinating pastimes <laughs> and that's handicapping horses yeah 
You know, I, I mentioned harness racing because you have another panel which really sparked my interest because I saw it on the agenda. And before I saw it on the agenda, I really didn't think too much about it. And it, the panel is called Harness Racing, an Industry in Decline or in Transformation. I, I Like I said, I didn't think too much about it because in New Jersey, I live very close to a farm. And when I drive by, I always see people harness racing and working out the horses. So it's something... You know, it, it's every day I see it. So I thought, oh, the industry must be great because I see it every day. I mean, in your opinion, what kind of changes is harness racing going through? And what do you think the future holds for the harness racing industry? Because uh, it, it's something fascinating and I don't hear too much about. That's what's so great about your conference. Well, first point I'll make is that in the 1950s, Harness racing was king. Yeah. Not only king as between harness and thoroughbred, but it was king as a sporting event, mm -hmm. eclipsing the NFL and Major League Baseball and you know, harness racing and boxing were the were the two sports that were uh the most popular. So we have clearly gone through a cycle where that's just not the case anymore. But I would argue that with the rise of sports betting and with the rise of sports betting apps and the uh, and and the the rise of the voracious appetite for content that uh, television streaming channels. Um, are are looking for that harness racing may well benefit not as the major player it once was I don't think that's going to come back but as a niche market that will be very healthy um, I mean I look at the numbers for people who bet on table tennis okay <laughs> yes. and they're they're very large. <laughs> it's, and it's shockingly I, large. I, I mean, Colorado loves it. I, oh, yeah. Colorado's like eclipses horse racing, yeah, which is kind of amazing. But uh, I, I think, you know, if there is a market for the content of table tennis and a betting market for table tennis, there clearly is a market. Mm -hmm. for harness racing and betting on harness racing. Again, it's an opportunity. It it requires the industry to be nimble and creative and innovative to, to seize on the opportunity. And, you know, we're, we'll have to kind of wait and see if they can. Mm -hmm. um, harness racing in New Jersey and New York is still very, very big part of the horse racing picture. Yeah. You have Yonkers, you have Meadowlands. These are the, you know, major tracks. But we have other harness racing tracks in New York as well. There's one right down the street from the thoroughbred track in Saratoga. Mm. Uh, so uh, I felt that this conference and most other conferences that I attend don't really pay much attention to harness, so I wanted to have a a a panel dedicated 
specifically to issues that confront the harness mm -hmm. industry that may be different than the issues confronting thoroughbred. So that's what I hope to accomplish there. Stick around. We'll be right back with more House of Cards. For more than 30 years, SCCG Management has set a standard of excellence unmatched in the global gaming industry. From startups to established companies, SCCG Management and its team of experienced leaders help each of their clients navigate the ever-changing, fast-moving business of gaming in all its forms. Sports betting, iGaming, eSports, casino technology, SCCG Management provides a global network to connect its clients with the right strategic partners for growth on a global scale. SCCG also works with entrepreneurs, providing capital and resources to assist in the development of new and innovative products and platforms. Whether you're looking to enter the U.S. market, expand your reach to other parts of the world, or establish your business in the global gaming industry, look to SCCG Management for the guidance you need. SCCGmanagement.com, expert solutions for strategic success. Auto Accident Help Desk is a marketing agency connecting callers with attorneys. Providers pay a fee for advertising services. I love getting my kids ready and driving them to school. But a careless driver can change your life in an instant. And insurance companies want to settle on the cheap. Auto Accident Help Desk connects victims with powerful lawyers. They fight for you. I called Auto Accident Help Desk and got help for my pain and suffering. Don't let an insurance company take advantage of you. Our attorneys fight and beat big insurance every day. Call 800-297-9766. 800-297-9766. If you've been injured in an automobile accident in the last six months, you owe it to yourself to make this free call with no obligation. We're available 24-7 to help you get the money you deserve for your pain and suffering. Auto Accident Help Desk helps accident victims like you every day. Call 800-297-9766. 800-297-9766. 800-297-9766. Some people like knocking boots. How to do? While others get lucky. And some just get it on. No matter how you do it or what you call it, Adam and Eve makes your whoopee hot with 50% off almost any one sexy item. Just enter offer code BOOTS2 at checkout and get 50% off plus 10 free gifts, including free shipping. First, get busy with a gift for you. Shake the sheets with something exciting for them and hit a home run with a third item you'll both enjoy. Sounds like someone hit the sweet spot. Plus six free bonus gifts that'll make you say, about chicka wow wow Adam and Eve is tapping that offer. Oh, yeah. With 50% off and 10 free gifts, including free shipping. Use offer code BOOTS2 at adamandeve.com now. That's offer code BOOTS. Boots 2. Boots 2 at adamandeve.com.
Spectrum Gaming rides again with the return of the Racing and Gaming Conference at Saratoga this August 14th through the 16th at the Saratoga Hilton in Saratoga Springs, New York. The Racing and Gaming Conference at Saratoga is the premier national forum for industry decision makers, advocates, and patrons to discuss and analyze gaming trends in all sectors of the industry. Over 50 experts are more than a dozen panels, all meeting for three days to examine the critical issues facing the gaming industry and share their ideas and insights. Register today at RacingAndGamingSaratoga.com to reserve your seat. And be sure and check out the website for full agenda and conference speaker list. The Racing and Gaming Conference at Saratoga this August 14th through the 16th at the Saratoga Hilton in Saratoga Springs, New York. Register today at RacingAndGamingSaratoga.com. You're listening to House of Cards. I bet you 20 bucks I can get you gambling before the end of the day. No way. I'll give you three to one odds. No. Five to one. No. Ten to one. You're on. Welcome back to House of Cards. Dave Weishaddle with you. This portion of House of Cards is brought to you by SCCG Management, delivering technology-driven capability expertise and customer and business value to the gaming industry for over 30 years. For more information, go to sccgmanagement.com. For those of you just joining us, I am talking with Pat Brown, the director of the Racing and Gaming Conference at Saratoga on August 14th through the 16th. No, it's a great addition. And and I only mentioned a couple of the uh, panels. What are some of the other panels that you want to tell people about that they can experience at the Racing and Gaming Conference at Saratoga? Well, one of the really big issues nationally in the gaming industry is the... Um, is the transformative regulation being proposed and considered in Washington um, uh, on online gaming for Indian nations and, and Indian tribes. Mm -hmm. And this, uh, this reg would allow um, tribes to participate in the online gaming arena as part of their class three compact. And uh, that that's a major, major change, um, particularly because the reg would allow the tribes to have players physically located off Indian lands and making wagers into the the tribe's computer, basically, which would be located on the Indian lands. Um, this is a big deal, and it will have, if if approved, it will have tremendous impact. I I believe across the the Indian gaming world and the the non-Indian commercial gaming world. And uh, we're going to have a panel that talks about talks about that issue and also talks about some of the creative ways that states have engaged with their uh, Indian with the Indian tribes located within the states to um, 
you know, some creative compacting in agreements, Florida, Connecticut, Michigan, other other states. So that that should be very interesting. Yeah. And that, you know, if you're not in that world, um, you really don't um, – that doesn't make it to the mainstream press very often. So that's that's a panel that I think folks may get a lot out of just because they're not hearing it elsewhere. Another, you know, kind of a perennial, but one that, you know, is is still cutting edge, it seems, is the iGaming panel. We have Senator Joe Adabo, who is sponsoring a bill uh, in New York to bring iGaming to New York. And we have some industry players, Howard Glazer and others, um, on that panel. And, you know, one of the things that has happened really industry-wide or nationwide, I should say, is that sports betting, online sports betting kind of took off like wildfire and so many states passed laws to allow it. And the my thought and the thought of many was that, well, online gaming will follow on, you know, closely thereafter. Yeah, yeah. And that really hasn't happened. Um, I think there's only six states that have authorized um, online gaming, um, and maybe 30 states have some form of online sports betting. Yeah, yeah. So we're going to talk about, like, you know, what's the problem here? Why, <laughs> why are states so reluctant to do online gaming when they've already sort of crossed the threshold with the online sports betting? Sure. I got to tell you, that's that's the question I've been asking for about a year now on this show, and it, it's I, I still haven't gotten a great answer. It's, uh, I'm glad you're having a panel on it because it's such a huge issue for states. And I, I got to bring up one thing about the racing and gaming conference at Saratoga. I, we we can't talk about the the conference without talking about the historic race course that is right there. I mean, tell us something about this incredible track and, and tell us about if the conference is doing anything or holding any events at that location during the conference. Well, I, on Monday, uh, August 14th, we're going to have a welcome party at the Adelphi hotel, mm -hmm. which is an incredible, Incredible venue in downtown Saratoga. The Adelphi has been restored, meticulously restored to its old glory, and it is an incredible place. This is the place where you see pictures of Teddy Roosevelt and Mark Twain in rocking chairs on the porch, kind of taking in the scene of Broadway, of Saratoga, in their day, right? Yeah. Uh, this is just such a, a, a place of history and elegance. I mean, it is an, really an incredible venue. So we're going we're gonna to have some fun there. there we're going to start the conference there on Monday night, and we're going to end the conference at the Saratoga Race Course on Wednesday afternoon, in the middle, we're going to have very serious people talking about very <laughs> serious topics, but we're going to have some fun as well. Um, this year, we're doing something a little different at Saratoga. 
I um, have secured a, um, a venue at the race course called the Spa Veranda. Oh, okay. And it is a, uh, it's a really neat uh, venue that holds 50 people. It's up at the top of the stretch, and it is... It has an inside room and then an outside area where you can walk down the apron to the rail. And, um, you know, we're going to, we're going to offer that to the first 50 conference attendees who want to take us up on it. We have a couple of boxes available. We'll probably have picnic tables in the backyard available. So, all of those different types of experiences we're offering to the conference attendees, you know, depending on whether you want to wear shorts and flip-flops and, you know, go to the backyard or you <laughs> want to wear a fancy hat and sit in the clubhouse or, you know, join us at the spa veranda uh, up at the top of the stretch. I mean, racing at Saratoga is the absolute best yeah. uh, of the sport. It's the best owners, the best trainers, the best horses, the best jockeys. It It is the best. And, um, you know, everybody should, should experience it. Um, I mean, even if you've never gone before, I sound like Chamber of Commerce for, <laughs> yeah, right. for Saratoga, but I, I, you know, living close to the track and going there most of my life, um, it never gets old mm -hmm. for me. It is just a, a great experience, um, and the horse racing couldn't be better. So, Sounds incredible. Pat, we're running out of time, but if someone wants to get involved and attend the racing and gaming conference at Saratoga, what's the website they go to, and how do they sign up to attend the event? So... There, the website is racingandgamingsaratoga.com. Go there. There are places to click to register for the conference. There's places to – we have a block of hotels at the Hilton where the conference is being held. So uh, a place to get a room at a – uh, a little bit of a cut rate, uh, you know, getting a hotel room in Saratoga in August is not easy. Yeah, so yeah. Um, uh, definitely uh, click on the hotel room. Uh, there's a, a, a click there for the entire agenda so you can see who's speaking and what the panels are. Um, and there's also a place uh, to click if you wanted to become a sponsor. So the whole... Uh, the whole gamut is right there at that website. Pat Brown, thanks so much for coming on and telling us all about the Racing and Gaming Conference at Saratoga, which is being held on August 14th through the 16th, and you can check that out at racingandgamingsaratoga.com. Sounds like it's going to be an incredible event, so anyone who's interested in horse racing, sports betting, and in the gaming industry in general should check it out. Pat, thanks so much for coming on and telling us about it. Well, thank you for having me. I really enjoyed it. Well, that'll do for us this week. We'll see you next time with House of Cards.
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.